Good morning and welcome, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and welcome to Monday, our toll-free number 800-951-0592, the website at allamericangold.com. And man, what a night it was in, in the valley last night. Uh, and it just depends, you know. Everyone got got it a little different up near uh, my place. Winds were fifty, sixty miles an hour. Uh, we we got some rain, but other places got more rain. Other places got more wind. I was surprised. Uh, I thought I would see more down trees and things of that nature, at least on my way to work. But uh, it was. It's been a really. Uh, interesting summer here. Extremely humid for Arizona. Not a ton of rain. A lot of dust and a lot of wind, but not a lot of rain. Uh, last night, uh, we got a lot of everything. And this morning, uh, the hole in the ceiling studios, it's raining in the studio right now. Uh, we have, uh, the AC guys back in. They were in here a few weeks ago. Apparently they didn't fix it right, but, uh, we'll get it on the second try. Now, uh, that, that was the weather from here. Speaking of weather, uh, Texas, uh, huge problems with the power grid there. Germany, major issues, uh, to, uh, Gazprom, uh, force majeure. So last week we warned about, will the gas come back on the Nord Stream 1 pipeline after July the 22nd. Right now it's closed for repairs. That is a major gas pipeline for, for Russia to Europe. Uh, apparently, Jason, it's not going to reopen. We'll talk about that more in a minute. Uh, but in Germany, they're talking about uh, issues where they're saying, hey, you can see the euro fall to 90 cents. No, uh, to the, you know, 90, uh, 90 cents for one euro. Uh, right now the euro's at like a 101. They're talking about another 20% drop in the stock market, uh, saying that, uh, businesses wouldn't even be able to operate. Uh, so the dramatics continue to get worse. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on, Joe, that, uh, that makes you, uh, scratch your head and you have to think, well, <laughs> That's why you're listening to this show, right? I, uh, how many uh, how many more European leaders are going to slowly just keep resigning? It seems like all the guys that are connected to Zelensky seem to they shake his hand, and then a few months later they're uh, they're they're resigning. Joe, you know, in Sri Lanka, I, just just look at the pictures of Sri Lanka. You see uh, kind of the future for a lot of countries, I think. Yeah, well, let me tell you, could be Sri Lanka. Uh, we'll wait and see. I, you know, uh, and I'll tell you the whole story of, what, of why that's happening. Crude oil's up uh, over four and a half dollars right now, uh, back above a hundred and change. And again, this was a reprieve, nothing more. Uh, get ready for for uh, the the falling pump prices to come to an end and go the other way. Right now, uh, gold's up, silver's up. Uh, and again, I, I told everybody on Friday, I thought the bottom in silver was in. Silver's up another 22 cents this morning. Uh, gold's up eight or nine right now. Uh, the Dow was up like 300 plus points. Uh, it's now up a little over a hundred points. We had earnings from Goldman and B of A. And I guess they beat tech, you know, they, they beat the street. Uh, Goldman Sachs, as an example, they, they beat the street. But their their profits were down 
47% from a year ago. So, and again, I look at it, you know, uh, the S&P's down 20%, the, the Dow's down like maybe 15%, earnings are down almost 50%. Bank of America, uh, just like, just like JP Morgan, um, big increases in loan loss reserves, revenues down, but I guess if you beat the street, then nobody cares. <laughs> oh boy, Joy, yeah. You know, it's it's all about the stock market, right? Everybody uh, determines how good things are uh, depending on where the stock market is. I don't know why, because a lot of people really aren't in it unless it's your 401K, right? Well, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, this is a, a, a not a, a, a 401K market. That's why I've been telling everybody and their brother to get a hold of my son so he can save you from losing all of that hard-earned wealth. Speaking of saving, confidence amongst home builders. They've been tracking this apparently for 37 years. And they're saying that it dropped 12 points in a single month in July. That is the largest drop on record with the exception of one, one month. April 2020 when we closed the economy. Outside of that, this is the biggest drop on record. I have, I'm like, really? It was bigger than what was going on, 05, 06, 07. Apparently, uh, it is bigger than all of those. One of the key things in there, they were talking about, uh, the, the market conditions and, and they said that, uh, the, the traffic, what they call buyer traffic, it fell 11 points to a 37, which, by the way, anything below 50 is negative. Jason, buyer traffic is now, I mean, we're, we're talking about extreme negative. Yeah, the housing market went quickly from a seller's market to a buyer's market. I mean, I, I saw a thing where this, these guys are out there uh, because of how it switched so quickly. They're, they're, put, they're getting a contract with no penalty to, to back out on a house because people are so desperate to uh, competing to sell their house at the highest possible price. And then uh, they just keep looking for a cheaper price for a like home, and then they find it, and then they cancel the contract. And then they go to the next house and see if they can find another. Ch- this is actually going on. This is why, you, this is why there's got to be a penalty. you got to keep people in the contract, Joe. But right now there's these guys out there putting down, putting down contracts and then looking for cheaper houses for their clients, Joe. So it's, it really is turning into a buyer's market. We'll be back. Patriot Radio News Hour. Go touch it. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two, and and again supplies. I'll just warn everybody: very, very tight. Everyone's just going to have to be patient. Uh, every the the buying on the dips has been massive, and of course the problem was the price dipped uh, on paper contracts that have nothing to do with supply and demand. Apparently, supply and demand and paper contracts no longer. Uh, have any validity in any markets right now uh, as we watch this play out. Gold and silver, no different. Uh, but this morning, we, we got the, the force majeure uh, from Gazprom. That is Russia's big gas company. Now, a force majeure just means, hey, an event happened beyond our control that therefore allows us to nullify our contractual obligations. So let's just, 
uh, in simple terms, Russia had agreed to provide Germany, you know, a, a million BTU of natural gas. And it was probably way more than that, but just, you know, simplicity, let's just say it was a million. And something happened. I'll, I'll give you a great example he, here uh, in the uni United States. Uh, a hurricane comes through and goes right through Gulf uh, Gulfport, Mississippi, or goes through New Orleans, knocks out these refineries, right? You get a force majeure. And they say, hey, listen, it wasn't our fault, right? This hurricane came, the, the refineries in, you know, it's 10 feet underwater. We can't deliver. And, and, and so those are allowed. Those are legally allowed. Uh, the uh, so what what's happened here? Let me just explain why it is. You know, you see uh, oil back up five six dollars and natural gas skyrocketing again. The the pipeline which is closed right now for maintenance supposed to reopen on the 22nd and I warned last week be ready I don't know something's up here the 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 pipeline operates apparently with these turbines well it's not like these turbines right you, you can't go to Home Depot or Lowe's and say hey you know I need a half a dozen of these gas pump turbines it doesn't work that way apparently these turbines that are needed to operate the pipeline are are made and produced and fixed and whatnot in in Canada. Well, the Canadians said, "Hey, we're not going to to ship these to to Gazprom due to the Russian sanctions." And Jason, fast forward to today, and here we are. Yeah, I mean. You got to have the equipment to make things run, Joe. <laughs> and if uh, if you can't get it and get it up and running to use it, then that causes problems. I mean, uh, besides the economic mess that uh, we've been prognosticating ever since I've been on the air here with you, Joe, it's just gotten worse and worse. Uh, when you got things that you need to make society run and you can't get it done, it's uh, it's going to cause great great troubles, Joe. Yeah, absolutely. And in response to that, Germany, which has already been limiting the power, uh, France now has come out, and, and France doesn't get a lot of its gas from Russia. So depending on the European country, depends on the severity. Uh, they are now dimming uh, the lights, asking their, uh, their citizens to engage in what they call energy sobriety. Yeah. Try not to use any. Uh, they're saying that companies that need to consume less. Think about what's happening in Texas right now. They're telling Toyota and Tesla and all of these companies, hey, stop operating. Uh, re re uh, redo your schedules when you get home at night. Right? Try not to use as much power between 2 and 8 o'clock. Just imagine, Jason, when it's all electric. Yeah, well, and everyone's got to plug in their cars what this could look like. There's no way that this new electric society is going to work the way the infrastructure is set up. So I, I don't know what what the uh, the goal is, Joe, here to, to, to try to go to green energy and electric cars because they don't have a grid that supports it. So I, 
I don't know, Joe. What what is the future? Is the future supposed to be, hey, we're uh, we're going to punish those people at the bottom by having the power outages and rolling brownouts and stuff, and then we'll just blame them for all the problems uh, as we build more Teslas? I I don't know. I just just the math doesn't doesn't uh, make sense, does it? No, I, I don't know how this ends. I'm going to switch to Verto, Jason. Yep, yep, yep. That's fine. So, uh, yeah, Joe, Joe uh, had mentioned it earlier in the broadcast. Uh, there's a little bit of work going on over there in Arizona, so we're, uh, you know, you'll have to excuse Joe when he uh, jumps in, jumps out on the show. So uh, it's, uh, it's, it's well, what we do. Back now, so it, listen, right now the AC guys are here. It's Arizona. You can't function without it. So uh, I just switched it uh, going through the, the Verto line, and hopefully uh, they'll figure out what the problem is. So, uh, it, it, it's great. The, the AC unit is inside of, uh, our office here. It's in the ceiling, right above where the studio is of all places. So when it, when we have an issue, uh, it, it, it starts raining in the hole in the ceiling studios, but, uh, hopefully they'll get it fixed. But yeah, I'm, I'm telling you right now, this is, this is scary stuff. Uh, Germany, uh, the, you know, what I, I don't know what they're, they're probably the fifth largest economy in the world. They can't operate without the, the Russian natural gas. They are the, the biggest economy that is most affected by this. Uh, th- this would be, this would be huge. Uh, by the way, Germany's largest utility says that, uh, they, they, they've finalized the paperwork. They've officially requested a bailout. Jason, they're not even making their bond payments. I mean, uh, again, we're, we're starting to see this. It, it, it's something when, okay, Germany, you've got a Russian problem. Well, France doesn't have a Russian problem, but yet they're saying stop using the power. Obviously, Texas doesn't have a Russian power. They're telling people not to use it. And again, this, this shortage when the world has known nothing but abundance continues to ravage the energy prices. And now we're seeing it. Crude oil skyrocketing today. Natural gas. Natural gas is up uh, j- just on the last, from Friday in today, almost $2. I mean, that, and those are huge moves. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, it, it, does, it seems like we still have an abundance in this world, Joe, but it's for some reason the, the guys that make all the decisions like Biden in America, should, you know, make sure that we don't have any oil coming out that we don't necessarily need in his opinion. Or uh, you're talking Germany. Germany's shutting down, you know, nuclear plants. Uh, it seems like with abundance, you have those things up and running. You don't uh, you don't shut those things off. That's how you create scarcity, right, Joe? And for whatever reason, they're creating scarcity uh, regularly right now. Well, I know this uh, Biden. You know, the fist bump heard round the world. <laughs> uh, no agreement from Saudi Arabia to produce more oil. Uh, and again. I, it's been argued by me. I don't think Saudi Arabia, Jason, has a lot left in the tank. Uh, right now, OPEC is producing a million barrels a day less than what they're supposed to. Now, Saudi Arabia, they're producing what they promised, but Nigeria, Libya, right, all these other places are a million barrels short, so in theory... Saudi can produce another million barrels and just be meeting the quota, and it hasn't happened. And, and again, we reported last week, I think the big news of the day, 
Saudi Arabia, it looks like, it appears, they are going to be applying for BRICS membership. And, and that's just a huge game changer. Well, how do we know what they're really producing and what the, who they're really selling it to at this point? There's so much geopolitical stuff going on. Uh, they say they're only producing so many barrels, but uh, if, if you're uh, selling out the back door to uh, uh, Ru- uh, <laughs> Russian-friendly nations, right, you're not going to report yeah, a little, that. A little backdoor deal? I, mean, maybe, hey, uh, I think there's a lot of that just, going uh, on. Send me the cash. <laughs> That's right. Joe, I mean, Joe they're not going to report that. People, uh, these countries are freaked out that if you do something against America, you're going to get punished. Or if you do something against Russia, you won't economically benefit. So, you know, uh, why do I get the feeling there's plenty of oil being uh, shifted left and right to countries that are willing to do business for the lowest? You know, I I know if I was running some country in Europe, if I can get some cheap oil from Saudi Arabia, we just simply have to not report it. Be a good way to to have cheaper gas in my country, right? Yeah, and it, it's it's going to be one of those things where this is going to be unlike any other environment. And Jason, I've been saying it for so long. Because when you look at pick retail sales last week, hey, the headline number it was good, right? Hey, retail sales are up one percent, but the inflation just for that month was one point three percent. So, in real terms, right, retail sales are down. Uh, you know, you looked at uh, I talked about Goldman and Bank of America's earnings today. Yeah, I guess they beat the street, but your profits were down fifty percent. Well, okay, let me—I I was exaggerating. Forty-seven percent. Right? These are these are really weird, weird times where uh, you have this recession setting in. Right? We'll know what in the next little over what ten days, eight days from now, uh, whether or not. Uh, we're officially technically in a recession or not. I think we're going to just miss it. That's just my, my opinion. I could be wrong uh, on that. But either way, we're going to be sitting there and looking at numbers that really leave you scratching your head because inflation has set everything up so crazy, Jason. Everyone's paying so much more for basics. Uh, it really is misleading. Yeah, I, I mentioned a little bit on Friday. Uh, if we if we get into some deflation, with if is that coming, and is the Fed cooking up a situation? You know, and, and part of me that worries what where we're going is is I had mentioned a little bit about a bullwhip, which means you know kind of an overcorrection on both sides. You know, you uh, COVID comes in, everybody just stops producing stuff. Then suddenly you have a shortage of stuff, and they and they printed tons of money. So now you have inflation that comes in now. Well, everybody's cranking out as much stuff as they can possibly crank out to, to meet the demand of all this free money. And then suddenly uh, the rates are going up and there's no more printing of money. And suddenly you have a glut of stuff. Part of me, Joe, wonders if the Fed and, and the powers that be knew that this was kind of the situation was coming. And maybe all these processing plants that are blowing up and all this purposeful destruction of energy is so that we don't bounce back into a massive inflationary situation if – if we have a deflationary situation where the, where the Fed can say, "Hey, look, the inflation's going down. We're 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 knocking it out," well, they don't want to have a knockout of inflation, and then have a whole bunch of you know have to start printing money and have to r- drop the rates to zero, and suddenly have inflation come roaring back. Can you, can you imagine what people would think if everything deflated back to a normal level, and then within six months everything inflates to a higher level? Can you imagine how how 
frustrating the world would would, uh, would take such a situation, Joe. And maybe you had to destroy supply so it doesn't bounce so yeah, hard. And again, you don't know. It's any little thing, right? The yep. uh, the wrong hurricane comes and hits the wrong place, and all of a sudden, uh, gas goes from five dollars to six dollars, right? Oil goes from a hundred dollars to a hundred and thirty dollars, and then, but you know, that's temporary, right? And then all of a sudden it goes back down, and then something else happens. It goes back up, then something else that goes back down. Right now, corn prices are skyrocketing because they're saying that a lot of the corn in the world, not just here in the U.S., but in the world, is not getting enough rain, not getting enough moisture. They're burning up in the fields sort of thing. Uh, and, and all of a sudden, you're going to get a big spike. I think you're right. I think that's what we're kind of in for, right? It, it's going to be a day-by-day, week-by-week, month-by-month. What's spiking this month and what's collapsing this month? Uh, welcome back to the Patriot Trading News Hour. Uh, this is Jason, uh, joined with Joe. Joe, you uh, are you are you busy? I, I can hear something there. Yeah, yeah, we got stuff going on. The uh, <laughs> the the uh, prognostication of the air unit, not not uh, what we were hoping for, but uh, neither here nor there. Uh, we're we're going to get it handled. Uh, just a crazy day. It, it throws off everything. You know, one of the disadvantages, I guess, of having your studio in your office uh, where. Uh, uh, your air conditioning unit sits, uh, but but it's Arizona. You know the sun, uh, the sun does what the sun does. So, uh, uh, but any event, we're we're getting that handled, and uh, you know we're talking about what's going on with the force majeure now from Gazprom, uh, Germany, by far the biggest affected country. But Jason, it do- it doesn't seem to really matter, does it? It do- that doesn't. Uh, do anything for Sri Lanka that doesn't do anything for France doesn't do anything for Texas uh, and, and again I think as these situations pop up you get two things to Jason's point we're going to have an inflationary event on on some things but then other things Jason this is going to cause a deflationary event right right Joe I, I the uh the Fed just stopped printing just a little while ago, and they're they're in the midst of starting to sell these mortgage-backed securities, which I think they're having a little trouble getting rid of these mortgage-backed securities. And and just by the fact of just stopping the printing machine from the rapid pace it was shooting at, it's creating kind of a a, a slowdown in everything. I mean, everybody is. I, I, we're at the radio. I'm at the radio station, Joe. We talk every day. These businesses are just slowing down. I, every time someone comes in, yeah, there's nothing going on in this industry. Yeah, there's nothing going on here. We uh, we're not making any money doing this anymore. Uh, everything is just seems to be coming to a, a flat stop. And if that happens, it doesn't matter how much inflation you have. People aren't going to be buying anything. So it, it naturally will probably cause some sort of deflationary pressure. And usually what the Fed does is what they love to do, print the money and drop the rates. Now, I think they're going to do that, Joe. The, 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 the situation is going to be how bad is it? does it have to get before they want to go. That I, I think they really, really, really want to get inflation destroyed before they care about what happens to the market. So we could have a massive deflationary situation. Then when the inflation appears with their numbers to be going down at some point, then they'll, they'll hit the machines and start printing the money again. And then, I mean, how fast does the inflation come back? 
how, how much worse will it get? I, I think we could have this bouncing ball effect, Joe, and it could be happening rapidly. The COVID-19 crash, which seemed to only last a couple of months, I think we may see things like that as, as like a routine, Joe. That I'm, I'm kind of worried because what do you do when prices crash and then prices inflate in, in like a six-month span? And then a year later, maybe it happens again. I, I'm starting to wonder if that's where we're headed for, Joe. Yeah, I, I hope not. I, but again, it could be look at housing today. Look at what the home builder said. All of a sudden, hey, uh, nobody's coming, right? Nobody's showing up. Uh, and to, to Jason's point, all of a sudden there's weakness there. But six months from now, uh, the Fed may reverse course and, and you get the flood back in again. Right, Joe, because when, when, who's going to feel this the worst? What's going to happen the next six months is going to be the people just trying to make ends meet, you know, trying to buy food, people trying to pay the rent. And it's going to get extremely painful for a while. And at some point, the Fed will at some point reverse. But they can't reverse if inflation's raging. So I think they're going to overcorrect against inflation. You see a smashing of everything. And then what are they going to do, Joe? Well, they're going to they're going to do what they did in 2020. Start giving the people at the bottom as much money as they can to to bail them out a little bit, to, so that they don't have a revolution. I mean, if you see what happened, if you people need to go out and look at what looks like ants swarming on the Capitol buildings in Sri Lanka, they don't want that to happen globally because that that's the end of their system. And so they got to figure out a way to make uh, make the people of uh, more developed nations happy after they get rid of the inflation. Because if the inflation continues, the Fed could actually go away. You could actually see the Fed be, you know, the, the government actually might get rid of the Fed if the inflation doesn't stop. So they have to do that first. They have to correct hard to get rid of the inflation. And what's going to happen, Joe? I think another overcorrection happens. And then you start giving people money again. And then what? The inflation, I mean, with prices are bad now. What would happen in, in a year and a half or a year if they get a hold of the uh, inflation, destroy everybody's ability to make any kind of money, jobs just just fly out there, housing prices crash forty percent, fifty percent, and then they just start giving out money again to correct against that. It's it's. I'm telling you, man, Joe. I don't really think this bouncing ball effect is going to just make the world really topsy turvy. I mean, really, when things get the, if things go in that direction, Joe, war is usually what these guys end up going towards. Well, we're, we've already got one working, so yep. uh, that, that it's going to be interesting how all of that plays out. You know, uh, I think right now the biggest fear are bank runs, uh, whether it be Japan, uh, Europe now, Germany, uh, the default spreads, all of a sudden with inflation still not under control, to your point, uh, and, and causing... Uh, listen, I think the end game, this is planned, however it's going to play out. We're guessing how it may or may not play out, but the digital currency's coming. Yep. That's going to be posed as how they're going to save it. Uh, and again, we've been saying this over and over and over and over again. The people with money are the ones that are going to pay the price. Listen, the billionaires, the millionaires, Right, they're, they're going to be okay. They're going to have their money hidden away uh, well before it happens. But the people with money in the bank, they're the ones that are going to be left holding the bat. I think a lot of the millionaires and billionaires are going to suffer uh, f- further into this thing too, Joe. I think I think uh, that digital currency is a, in their mind, a solution to this. You know, if this stuff starts to happen in, in, a, in a rapid fashion, you know, crashes and in, in, in inflation, then crashing and in inflation. Uh, 
the digital currency is a way for them to handle it. Hey, by the way, are you tired of that, of that happening? What happened in 2020? What happened in 2022? Just imagine the digital currency, Joe, is, is absolutely a way to control the, the severity of these sort of spikes that are going to happen. Yeah, and again, uh, it, it really is going to be uh, interesting how, how this is going to play out. Uh, to your point, yeah, a lot of millionaires and billionaires uh, are going to be affected by it, but but the the ones the big ones they're going to rest assured they're going to be okay. Uh, it's all the rest of us, and I think that's uh, to to your point. Uh, I I think this is the the bankers' hail mary to stay in power is going to be this digital currency, and that's how we're going to fix it. And of course, think about what they could do at that point, right? To to control inflation, right? Instead of price controls, which we know don't work. Just ask Germ- Germany's uh, largest uh, producer of electricity. Uh, instead, they'll just be, hey, you only can buy so much gas this month, right? Fix the problem. We'll be back right after the break. Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason on this Monday. And if you're just joining us, uh, Gazprom, uh, force majeure for gas. Uh, in Europe, uh, that really affects Germany uh, substantially here. The pipeline, which has been closed for repairs, is scheduled to reopen, uh, I believe it was Thursday. That now appears unlikely to happen. Uh, that has crude oil prices rising. It has uh, natural gas prices rising, gold's higher, silver's higher. Uh, they're, they're, they're not as high as you would think they would be, but mostly because, Jason, people are really worried uh, about the euro now, and then you got to start worrying about German banks. Yeah, that's right, Joe. So it's uh, we'll, we'll keep monitoring it, Joe, because uh, the, the dollar strength doesn't really appear to be waning. It looks like this is going to keep getting stronger and stronger and i guess what do you expect when you, know, the, you raise the rates and you start to you stop printing the money at the rate that they were of course the dollar was going to get stronger so uh, that's one of sri lanka's problems i mean sri lanka i think uh before their leader stepped out now and, and they they completely changed the leadership in that country i think they were at like a couple of years ago a trillion and a half in dollars that they used in that country uh, when this whole thing went down last week, uh, they were down to only $50 billion in, in, in uh, spendable dollars in that country. I mean, look how fast the dollars were siphoned out of that country, and look what happened to their country very quickly, Joe. It, it didn't take any time at all. Well, the biggest thing now, we, you know, we were talking about Italian bonds. Uh, now we got to worry about these European banks with euro bonds. Yep. Uh, there's a good chance, uh, there's a good chance if this force majeure Let's just say uh, next Monday we're still saying, hey, there's no gas to Germany. Uh, you can see German bond yields go back to zero uh, because everybody's going to be wanting to get out of, of the German stock market. Everyone's going to want to divest themselves out of uh, any, uh, any of these German companies. Uh, and then, Jason, it's the ripple effect, right? And, and all of a sudden... Uh, somebody's on the wrong side of that trade because obviously right now with inflation rating, the opposite should be happening, right? Bond yields should be rising. Uh, but to your point, right, I think we're going to see a lot of these. These are, this is just another, uh, example of these cracks in the system 
and, and these are big ones now, where all of a sudden a major industrialized company like Germany uh, could potentially be brought to its knees, causing, look at what it's already causing here, you know, uh, crude oil is up five bucks, uh, and natural gas is skyrocketing, right? Uh, but at the same time in Germany, uh, Jason, people are being told, don't go to work, don't turn the lights on, don't do this, don't do that. And now all of a sudden, bond yields, which should be rising, will go the other way. And, and what banks on the, on the wrong side of that trade? Right, Joe. It's, it's, there's contagion. I mean, these, this is, they wanted a, a new world order and they've, they've been pushing towards it for decades. And so when one country falls, it, it messes with other countries. And then those countries start to fall and it just, it, it becomes a, uh, the domino effect and all the dominoes eventually get crushed. Yeah, but we're not talking, listen, we're not talking Sri Lanka. Right? We're not talking Argentina. Right? This is Germany. Germany. Yeah. We're not talking Italy. Right? Or Greece. Like, this is Germany. This, this is something, uh, this is unprecedented. Uh, we're gonna have to wait and see. Uh, but there is no way, you know what? It's so funny over the last, think about over the last month. How many times have I said, this German minister, the German president, uh, the finance minister, the energy minister, they've been warning and warning and warning and warning uh, at, at one point saying that this would be unprecedented levels of default yep. if, the, if the the Russians halt gas supply, and today they just go force majeure. That's right, Joe, and, and even though Sri Lanka is a very small country, guess who's heavily exposed to Sri Lanka? It's China. And if the IMF doesn't go in, if they don't get leadership set up in Sri Lanka, the IMF won't loan the money to fix their economy, and China would, <laughs> China would, I mean, look, China's barely floating with their property mess that they got going on there. Listen, China's got their own problem with, with their banks in the housing market. Matter of fact, I saw today, China's talking about a rescue package for their housing market. That's correct. And, and Sri Lanka, even though it's a small joke, they were borrowing, borrowing, borrowing at astronomical levels. They uh, they moved up in the world stage as, a, as an economy before all this crashing happened. So yeah, even though it's a little tiny country, look what a little tiny country can do. You said the ripple effect. And uh, then, of course, if Germany's having problems, I mean, that's one of the top five economies. I mean, that's that's a, that's a, these are some serious things. And uh, Joe and I can only try to guess and prognosticate as much as we can from from past situations, but there is so many deals or so many uh, uh, agreements between different countries that we you have no idea how how uh, deep the web goes, right, Joe? Right, and see, but see, here's the thing: right now, Germany would be lowering rates, right? Germany would be preparing uh, for. Uh, liquidity funds to be available but this is a rate hiking cycle right hey wait a minute no we're in the opposite we're raising rates we're selling off our balance sheet we're supposed to be doing all these things when in the past they would do the opposite and and we're just it, it just seems like you know we're 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 headed for this you know as jamie diamond called it the hurricane's coming and instead of turning our ship around and heading the other direction Sure, seems like we're we're running right into it. Agreed, Joe. Agreed. And also, uh, I don't. And it's just just me. It just feels like uh, a you know, the the reset 
is 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 manufacturing physically. It seems you know it's interesting how California is building record amounts of warehouses in the midst of all this, right? I, uh, I had a customer come in this morning talk about oh there's there's this food processing plant that are building a brand new one here locally, and it's uh, it's all going to be run by robots, Joe. They're putting that in the play in that in, in place right now in the midst of what's going on. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Picture Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason, and and you know, let's not forget. This was the worst six months of a year. What in a, maybe stock market history? And there was no Lehman moment. There was no Bear Stearns moment. These things just pop up. And again, how far does this go? Uh, we'll see. Uh, I'll just say this. If there's no gas in Germany come next week, there's going to be a big, big problem. Uh, so, so make sure you're being prepared out there. Uh, we've got a, a smorgasbord. There's not a lot of product available. Uh, we've got 25 $5 liberties, uh, 18, uh, 66 to 1907. Those are at $585. Uh, I've got about a hundred tenth ounce, uh, at 240. Those are the little golden dimes, uh, great barterable material. And, and then, uh, we've got about 40 or 50 rolls of silver quarters, uh, available as well. And I want to say those are at 200. And fifteen dollars today at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Uh, I do have twenties available, not a lot, but I do have them available. But they're back uh, to twenty one hundred and ten dollars, Jason. Yeah, yeah, get 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 it while it's uh, at this price point, and uh, there's never a bad time to really buy gold and and uh, save it. Save it in a place that seems a little more isolated and insulated from from the the news that Joe and I are, are reporting every day. Uh, you know, price goes down, price goes up, uh, but as long as we have a a central bank in place, the goal is to have inflation at, at a certain level, which means stealing from your bank account and your savings. So, put it where it can't be stolen from, Joe. You, you want you want to have savings that is uh, kind of free and clear of of the Ponzi scheme. Yeah, and and again, uh, the the having money out there working right now man you be really careful with what's happening uh we don't even you, you just don't know what's going to to happen in the news tomorrow uh uh the force majeure uh was not expected right that was not expected and then you have companies like bank of america goldman sachs really all the banks none of the banks or investment houses have had great earnings none of them even Goldman Sachs, which may be the best of the group so far, uh, down 47%. Profits were down 47%. And, and again, we're, we're, we're steering into this hurricane. I, I don't see the prospects uh, for the next six months being much better. How can the banks make profits if you're not printing money? Their whole business cycle is based off of deposits and, and uh, free money so that they can put out more loans. 
So the, the banks are going to be in bad shape for a while. There's, I mean, <laughs> how can they do any more any good the next uh, six months to a year as long as there's this tightening going on, right? So yeah, the banks, the banks numbers, will, I think, Joe, will just continue to get worse and worse and worse. Well, let, let, let's see what happens here. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two, and 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 again, uh, we'll just see. You know, I mean, obviously, best case scenario is come Thursday, uh, the gas is back on. But this announcement today says it's not happening, and we're going to let you. We're giving you time to know about it.